welcome back to another incredible episode from the number one podcast in the world. Number one. We are back. We're Life back. Actually Podcast. Woo! We are your host. I am Kamal, my incredible wife, Princess. Hey, y'all. And as always, we have some heat for you. <laughs> what we got for the people today? We got some heat. So today we actually have a two-part episode. One-two punch combo, baby. One-two punch. And the first part that we're going to discuss is jealousy. And this has actually been a requested topic, jealousy, which we're jealousy, so excited jealousy. to finally do. This is the first time that we're going to be talking about a requested topic, but we've gotten several requests so far. And just as a reminder, if you do want to submit um, a topic, if you want to do it anonymously, you can use the email contact.lifeactuallypodcast.gmail.com. And if you're fine with, you know, just submitting your topic out in the open, you can just leave a comment under any one of our uh, YouTube uh, episodes. So yeah, so we're going to be talking about jealousy and then we're going to transition into is it healthy to feel like you need your partner? So sit back and relax yeah. <laughs> and enjoy. So the submission that we got from an uh, anonymous requester uh-huh. uh, was from an individual who said that they struggle sometimes with jealousy. Mm. And so their question was advice on how a woman can conquer that feeling and what a man should do when he notices it in his relationship. Mm, two really great questions. Yeah, definitely interesting stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Do you want to start with, what, what, what's your perspective as a woman, I would right, say? Right, on jealousy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah um, I actually did have a little bit of jealousy at a point in time with oh, you. Man. And um, I actually specifically remember it, and it was when we were dating. Mm-hmm. So uh, what had happened was... Uh, we were long distance at the time, mm. and I was living in Chicago. Kamal was doing AmeriCorps in New York for a year in New York City. And nah, Westchester, gang, gang. Oh, my bad. Yeah, the you're upper, right. Upper West Side. Uh, uh, oh what up? Oh, my God. <laughs> we're getting that <laughs> He's started. the only one who says the that. The upper, upper West Side. What Y'all up, though? don't say that and tell people Westchester's the upper, upper West Side. So, basically, what happened was I was in New York, and I was in Harlem um, at my mom's house, and I was there for the weekend, I think, right? Like, I was there for yeah, the weekend. Like and there was an AmeriCorps gathering, like an event with all the AmeriCorps, you know, his coworkers, basically, happening in the city. I can't remember. Was it someone's birthday or something? Nah. I think uh, actually, just, I think they just wanted to meet you and everybody was there for you. Oh, no way. But, yeah. Oh, wow. So, basically, he was staying at his parents' place in Westchester. Mm-hmm. And there's another AmeriCorps colleague, coworker, uh, a female who I guess also lived up near Westchester. And so they came down together into the city to scoop me, to get me from Harlem to continue on to the, you know, gathering site, which was, you know, downtown somewhere. So when Kamal shows up with her, uh, and she's a very nice girl, you know, no problems with her. But I realized that I was jealous. I basically had an attitude as soon as he showed up as soon as i showed like and i at first i had to process my own feelings because i didn't even realize i was gonna have attitude like i was i was fine shocked and then (laughs) all of a sudden he pops up he's like at the gate and they're standing there like hey and i'm just like huh what why do i feel this way why do i feel some type of like I, i basically felt like i was almost like feeling uh like the girl was a threat yeah and I realized that was jealousy. And that was because I, a part of me felt like, you know, I wish Kamal could have came and picked me up first. You know, it, I felt like almost like them two were on a date. Like them two came to get me 
instead of, you know, feeling like he came and got me first and then we went to get her maybe. But of course I wouldn't even have made sense because she lived by him. And you, you know? were on the way to where we were going. And I was on the way to yeah. where we were going. So um, basically I had to, first of all, process my emotions, get out of my attitude, mm-hmm. which was hard. Um, it didn't happen that day. It didn't happen that day. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had an attitude and it was I had to first get to the root of why to have attitude. I did realize that um, I did feel threatened. And I think a part of it also was I knew that him and his colleagues spend a lot of time together, sure. not just her, but everyone in AmeriCorps. They're bonding together. We're yeah. long distance. And I just felt like, you know, maybe they were there were attractions building. Like, how did I know? You know, I'm long sure. distance. I don't know what's really happening. I don't know if she had maybe she had feelings for him or someone else in the group did. So I was just feeling like I had to have a, my guard up and I, it, but I was feeling insecure yeah. about going into this room. And also most of, you know, the AmeriCorps colleagues were females too. All of them that day, that day. Right. Yeah. I don't even think there was like one guy. There's, in there's only class. one, one other guy in the group, but he uh, wasn't even there. And he wasn't. Yeah. He didn't hang out that much. So. Right. Exactly. Yeah. He wasn't even there at that event that yeah. we went to. Yeah. So, um, I, yeah, I definitely had insecurity, but I think my advice and my way to deal with it is first to process where it's coming from, Mm. um, and tackle that. Is that something that is an insecurity, uh, within me, which for me in that instance, it was, Mm. and I had to realize that, you know what, princess, you are a bomb. You have no popping. You have no reason to be insecure. And at the end of the day, if you know, that man and you come all night, don't work out, then it just wasn't meant to be. I was just that man. <laughs> <laughs> if that man don't work out, then that man don't work out. I mean, out. listen, you, you know, exactly. Like literally just building yourself up and having that confidence. Like you are popping. You are a blessed, wonderful child of God. Yeah. And, you know, you're going to be straight no matter what happens. Right. So build. And that takes time to yeah. get to that level of confidence. And that also stems from self-love. And it's really uh, loving myself. I remember there was a period of time where uh, when I was going through like, you know, an insecure part where I would look in the mirror every morning and say, I love you, princess. Mm. Like that giving myself that self-affirmation of love, because I think that's so important. And the the most important thing before getting to relationship is to build up that self-love. Yeah. So so for you in that story, Mm -hmm. it sounds like it was a question of having to kind of step back and dig in a little bit and say, is there some sort mm-hmm. of insecurity mm-hmm. maybe within me exactly. that is causing these feelings mm-hmm. and really trying to step back and really analyze analyze that. Exactly. That That's exactly what I yeah, did. Yeah. I stepped back and analyzed and reflected on myself, which is hard. Yeah. It's a hard thing to do because initially all I wanted to do honestly was place the blame on you. Yeah. And be like, I you remember. did something wrong. Yeah. You know, you showing up with her. But that's not really the root of it. Because at the root, if I am confident in our relationship and in in myself, I'm not threatened by the fact that you got her first, like you you met up with her first and then you came to me, you know? Uh, And that's why, and then it's the second part though, to the first part is analyzing my advice is analyzing yourself, being real with yourself, and then working on, you know, the things that you know um, are causing the jealousy feelings. And then the second part is, Tell your partner. Sure. I think that's so important. And um, I, I think it's so important. Then it'll lead into your advice and like your story. But I think it's so important to when you're telling your partner to do it when you are not angry or frustrated because 
it could set your partner on the defense mm. and instead do it at a in, a in a place of love and so that both people like both like me and you for example can have a constructive conversation and you not be like oh you just mad sure. oh you jealous blah 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 you know and instead it being a, okay how can we work on this together and that's why this didn't come up until about two days ago <laughs> and uh, she was like, all right, I feel like I'm not bad no more. <laughs> I could talk about this. So it's kind of a two-headed coin there, right? Because on the one side, you know, you raise a point where you had to sort of dig into yourself and understand where maybe you, some of your insecurities were. Yeah. Um, uh, but on the other side, helping to create that feeling of security within a relationship does take two people, right? Sure. sure. Um, is there a way that, uh, do you think that it is in some way the responsibility of your partner to also kind of create that sense of security? Like, should mm. I, was there something that I, even though it wasn't my fault, and <laughs> frankly, truthfully, I would have done the same thing again. Like, my <laughs> GPS is like, yo, this person is five minutes away from me. Why wouldn't I pick them up on my way to picking right. to picking you up, right? But, right. Um, but was there something that I could have done differently? Or you see partners, maybe if not me, things that partners could do differently? You know? um, I think the only thing you could have done, for example, in that instance, yeah. um, is... I should have pushed her, right? As soon as we got near you, I should have just pushed her and said, get away from me. No. I'm I with my woman. You walk behind <laughs> us. <laughs> Ten feet. I can't. If I did bring it up in that moment, which I didn't because I knew it would have been more in anger and mm -hmm. it wouldn't have been a constructive conversation at that time. But when I bring it up, you having an open mind about sure, it sure. and not judging me and saying, oh, you're just an insecure girl. Get over it. Mm. But OK, how can I help you to help you feel more secure sure. in yourself, even not even just in uh, like between us, but with yourself, with and then in our relationship. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think that's just the most important thing that you can do. I also think, though, and other examples where women may feel, you know, like jealousy is coming up frequently in a relationship. I think it's important for the man to take a look at what he's doing because he could be putting himself in certain situations sure. or scenarios yeah. that could make a woman feel really jealous really easily. I mean, it goes right back to our previous episode as far as uh, flirtation, right? Exactly. And innocent That's flirtation. And, 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 you know, you know, you may be feeling less comfortable if I'm over here, you know, you know, touching somebody's hand or back, yeah, or, you know, giving touchy. big hugs and things like that right. when uh, when you're around and you wondering, like, if this is how it is when I'm around, then what's it like maybe when I'm not or when something not, like that? Exactly. Um, absolutely can, you know, only only uh, potentially further add to that. And I think every couple is unique, too. And like we said in the flirtation episode, uh, I think every part, every couple has to decide for themselves what is, uh, you know, where the line is. Sure basically. And that also includes, you know, what may be the line for what causes someone else to feel jealous. Yeah. So for example, I wasn't, you know, fond of when we were dating, you being so huggy, you know, giving all these big hugs friendly. You at one point gave a girl such a big hug, you lifted her up in the air while we were dating. I remember in the a, middle of an atrium. Do and I was like, what is going on? We were the you first know? few months in. I was learning my way. <laughs> 
<laughs> and, you know, but for some some girls, some women may feel that's fine. No. You know, they have no problem with that. And that is fine, too. There's no judgment on, you know, anyone's level of comfort. But I think that's why it's up to you to have that discussion. That's what's right. important to have that discussion with your partner as to what truly makes you feel uncomfortable or insecure. And then what things that you can work on and then what things, though, that your partner can change in order to make you feel more comfortable and to help you get more uh, secure in your relationship. Yeah, and it's hard because uh, sometimes you just have to use your best judgment, and that's what yeah. I found for myself. Um, but sometimes you don't know until you hit the wall a little bit. For um, real. And, and you, it happens. You know, and it happens. It's and then life. you have to be able to have uh, sort of those conversations as we've as we've had in the past. Exactly. Communication uh, yeah. is number one. Yeah. And also remember that you guys are friends. And I think that's the most important thing, sure. too. Like when you're friends, you talk about things, right? And you're not just quick to judge or call someone out, call someone names, but just sit down and be like, we're friends. We love each other. We like each other. Let's figure this out. Yeah. And so, I mean, the question that was asked specifically was regarding uh, how can, you know, women uh, deal with that sort of jealousy and what can the man do to make them more comfortable? Yeah. But truthfully, that whole, that's for that individual, but that whole thing can be flipped, right? Because there's definitely plenty of situations on the other side too, right? Where maybe the man is the one who is feeling like more jealous and the woman's True. the one who's way more comfortable. That happens. And, you know, so this is, or, or whatever your relationship structure is, right? Yep. Um, and so this applies really for anybody in any any uh, sort of relationship that exists. Actually, question. Yeah. So did you notice that that night, like I was off, like I was feeling insecure or jealous of the fact that you had come to pick me up with another woman? Yeah, it's funny. I, I, I knew something was off mm. definitely in your in your energy, you know, um, uh, but. You know, I didn't really I don't think that I directly addressed it. If I if anything, no, you, didn't. you I, asked me if I was good. I remember I remember you like exactly. rubbed my shoulder in front yeah. of the grocery store. You were like, you good? And I was like, yeah, but clearly I wasn't good. I know. <laughs> but I couldn't for the life of me, like really pin down why exactly. So but, what should you do in that scenario? Where yeah. you? Well, so I think I think if I knew and if I had like a clear understanding, all right, this is like a, 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 a jealousy thing or something like that. Insecurity. Um, insecurity thing. I think sort of the first goal that uh, I should have had in retrospect would have been to go out of my way to create an environment of maximal comfort for you. Hmm. Um, uh, that's and that's just kind of my approach. Right. Where. All right. In this moment, because we're out and about at this point, right? Yeah, we're I out. I think um, a discussion is to be had, but like in this moment, we're out and about. Yeah. So how do I first like kind of get your energy levels back up and make you feel like maximally comfortable? Yeah. Um, and so that's the first thought in, in, in my brain. And I think even though I didn't know exactly why things were off that night, um, I did try to you sort did. of figure out ways to like make you as comfortable as possible. Right. And just uh, treat me. To, I, all I wanted, I remember thinking that night because I was feeling insecure, was I wanted to feel special. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't want to feel like you were treating me the same as you were treating her yeah. because I'm the girlfriend. Yeah. So I just want to make sure you were like holding my hand or yeah. rubbing my Instead shoulder. Instead of her holding her hand and rubbing her or shoulder. Or just not holding any of our hands and treating us like we're both your homies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to make sure there was a distinction. Yeah. Yeah, no, it makes complete sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think actually you actually have good advice for what the <laughs> other individuals should do. So, you know, I was trying to think of ways to make you feel special, but that's exactly that's exactly it. Right. Mm-hmm. So maybe looking at uh, ways to make it clear, like you are in a special role. You're mm-hmm. the girlfriend. 
um, take right care there. of you first uh, and make it abundantly like obvious. Um, so I think that was kind of part one for me. Um, part two would then be once we're sort of out of that space and like the, the night and you know, the evening has passed. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think it's worth like just bringing it up and having yeah, a conversation. I think and, so too. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be anything crazy. Like what was up with, you know, you being, you know, so cold, uh, you jealous or this, or that. It never should come from that. No. And, you know, just like you said, like for you, to pause before you would bring it up. Exactly. I think it's important for the significant other, for me in that case, to pause before I bring it up. Yeah. Um, to make sure that I'm coming from it from like, a, you know, how can I help, you know, Place navigate, you know, and support uh, support my woman in this, you mm-hmm. know. Um, and then, yeah, I just think having that conversation and coming from that place of love mm-hmm. um, uh, would have been my second piece of advice. And then I think in general, like really digging into uh, 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 how can we c- for each other just create an environment in which we feel maximally safe True. Um, and maximally secure in, in the relationship because I do agree it's like a, a critical deterrent of jealousy yeah. you know what I mean is safety yep yeah. it is yeah. and like that security is just so important right because without it I feel like there's that that fear of like I could lose this person. Mm, you know what I mean? That's deep. Like I can deep lose feeling. this person potentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you don't have that sense of security, that's only going to be heightened. Mm. Um, you know, and actually it makes me think and it kind of segues into our next our next topic because like part of that fear of I think losing somebody mm-hmm. is because over time I think that you can develop like a sense of need. Oh. of that of that other person and i do think that sense of need can open doors like to jealousy mm, um interesting yeah but i think in general like that whole idea of like needing a significant yeah, other is yeah. like a murky kind of kind of question yeah you know I mean? yeah exactly is it healthy to even yeah. feel that way that you need yeah. your significant other Ooh, that's a hard one yeah i think for me um I feel like truly you should only need the Lord mm. <laughs> and chicken. Jesus. It, you can need the I, Lord and you can need chicken. Okay. For Kamal chicken too is on the list. Shout out to new year, new Pulteria. Episode uh, one. <laughs> episode one for the OGs. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, um, I think it's just very dangerous to feel like you need someone who is earthly, who is flesh mm. And who can honestly be taken at the drop of a dime, you know? Well, uh, what does need even mean, though? Okay, right. So now let's break it down. Need. To me, need means you cannot survive. You cannot function. You cannot go on and live your life without this person. You mm. need them. You need them to be there. You need them to... Uh, and, and that's scary even for me to say, yeah. right? Because uh, I love you, right? Yeah. And I would never... I can't even imagine my life without you in yeah. it. You know, Um, but I still think that, I mean, and I do need you for certain things. Like, I think, is it need even the word? Or I'm just very grateful and happy to have you do certain things. But you can do without me. But I guess I could (laughs) do it myself, honestly. Or you could, I mean, what do you think? I don't know. This is a hard topic. It's not to discount. It's not to discount what you know, you bring to the table yeah. and it's not to discount like, you know, the fact that yeah. I love you and that I appreciate everything that you do. But at the same time, I'm just like, 
it's it's that word need yeah. that makes me uncomfortable. That that makes me feel like I, I should we be needing any person on this earth? But Jesus, but God, I don't know. Yeah, I think that there are scenarios that need makes sense. Like what scenario? I think that a mother is needed by her child. <laughs> okay. Right? Okay. They can't survive, right? Like when they're uh, they're breastfeeding. Breastfeeding. They're, they're, okay. they're, they're, they have formula. Know, they got formula, but not when you broke, man. Formula expensive. <laughs> breast milk is free. <laughs> As a pediatrician, I'm here to tell you that breast is best. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, I think um I think it's murky. I do because the word, like you said, need is really tough. Mm-hmm. Um, I absolutely 100% though believe that there are scenarios in which significant others like deeply rely on one another. That's true. Deeply rely on one another. Mm-hmm. Like uh, a person who's sick, right? They, that their, their partner, if they're really there for them, like you need that person. Sometimes you feel like you do you feel like, like you you're do, deeply yeah. dependent on them, on them, maybe cooking for you, cleaning for you, like lifting you up. If you're injured, exactly something like that. Um, emotionally, I know folks who, you know, while they are, um, I know women who've been pregnant before and like, while they are going through that process, Mm -hmm. like they say that they need that their significant other Mm -hmm. to lift them up. Mm -hmm. And because there's so many things that they feel like they're not necessarily in control of. I've seen patients, you know, that I've taken care of who like you see, they feel like they, or they've expressed that they've needed their, their partner in those, in those scenarios. I see it. Um, Interesting. Yeah. And so uh, for me, I think that there is a role. I think I've seen elderly couples who are just like, yo, we've spent the last 60 years years together. Yeah. Like I can't even start to like every move that I make. It's in bond with this other human being. You know what I mean? So then, okay. So then I think what it is then, it's not necessarily maybe because I'm, you know, still processing what I think too about this whole thing as you're speaking about needing. Maybe it's not the word itself, but what it's rooted in. Mm. And not saying that um, I am less of a whole person without this person. Mm. So I think then the, the, the thing is then a difference between like um, that fondness and that deep connection with somebody yeah. and then needing. And I think what you highlighted, that I agree, I haven't really thought about this before, but the, the need aspect mm-hmm. means that you feel like you won't be whole without them. Mm-hmm. And I do think like as a couple, it was really important for us that it was two whole individuals who like walked in the door, you know what I mean, to our True. relationship and yeah. then built each other up from there. You know, it wasn't uh, with the support of the support of God, first yes, and foremost. First you know and foremost, I mean? yeah. Um, shout out to the big man. <laughs> so I think I think that's got to be first and foremost. Like if you're not two whole people walking into it, um, it's it's a recipe for some trouble potentially, and, and for jealousy, jealousy exactly, and for and for that sort of environment. I think it's interesting actually because coming into this conversation, I thought that I had a really like clear perspective on this, hmm. um, and actually as we were talking, it was starting to develop a little bit because I think that oftentimes the word need can get conflated with the word. Uh, depend upon, right? Okay. Or dependency or dependency? something like that. Okay. Because I do think that those are like different things. Mm. I think that you, you can, it can be healthy to depend on your partner. Right. I actually think it's important to be able to like depend on your partner confidently, you know? Yeah, um, that's a good point actually. And, and I think that that is separate from need. Mm. I think it's okay actually to develop truthfully a dependency 
on your partner. Right. I think that's okay. Okay. Um, in time. I, don't, I think it's a little weird if it happens like day two <laughs> and you're like, oh, I just can't go on. But I actually do think uh, it can be normal for over time and over whatever your time course, months, years, whatever, mm-hmm. to develop that sort of dependency. And because you're, you're, you've created this like symbiotic, like interwoven relationship, you know, yeah. between two people. Yeah. And, and so I think that's OK. But I was conflating the two. I was mixing the two up a little bit, you know. Interesting. Yeah. So yeah. I think need does not equal like is not the same as being very fond of need is not the same as like in times being dependent on mm-hmm. or relying on mm-hmm. like need talks about feeling less than whole exactly you, know, you without need without this, this person, person. Mm. right exactly so i think overall i don't know if it's the healthiest feeling to have no. that you need this person you no. could be dependent on them and say, you know, you know that, especially let's say you just had a kid or something. Yeah. You know, uh, I know right now or whatever stage of life I'm in, we're dependent on each other or I'm dependent on my partner to help me with this, that and the third. But I just don't, yeah. you know, I just don't necessarily know if need is the right word for that. No, yeah. I think you might begin set up to get potentially let down because human yeah. beings always kind of fall short, you know, which is not kind of which do. is. You do, which is why it goes back to my number, my first point of that's why I just feel like the only person you should need is God. So, yeah, um, this was a really interesting conversation. And uh, we would love to hear from you guys and see if, you know, if you guys have ever struggled with jealousy in your relationship or, you know, felt like you need your partner, you need your significant other um, and why, you know, we would love to uh, see your comments, you know, in the video down below. Yes, yes, yes. All right, y'all, we hope you enjoyed this episode. And if so, make sure you hit that subscribe button and rate and review us on iTunes. And remember, a new episode drops every single Friday. Every Friday, y'all. All All right, see y'all next week. Peace, fam. Perfect.